The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Good evening. It's lovely to be to be with you again tonight. This is Christy, and I'm sitting in for Simran as she takes some well-deserved time away to rest and also to complete her third book, which is called Your Journey to Love, and this is scheduled to be released in February of next year. If you've not yet read Simran's other two books, I highly recommend both of them. Conversations with the Universe was awarded over the summer with an independent publisher gold medal, uh, and this is a brilliant book. It strives to assist each one of us as we learn to recognize the signs and the symbols that we receive each and every single day. And on Simran's website, which is www.iamsimran.com, you can learn more about her personal inspiring story with the signs that she shares in her TEDx talk. Simran is a dynamic speaker, and this particular talk is filled with incredible emotion, and it delivers right to the heart. Simran's second book is called Your Journey to Enlightenment, and these 12 guiding principles will support you as you explore how to live in the flow of life, revel in the power of letting go, and learn to embrace rebel love and personal freedom. Both books, again, can be purchased at www.iamsimran.com. This is I-A-M-S-I-M-R-A-N.com. So we send Simran our love. I know everyone's missing her tonight, but again, she she is uh, she's definitely due for some for, for some good rest after the Rebel Road tour. But I am beyond excited to have the opportunity to speak with our guest tonight. Earlier this year, a very dear friend of mine shared a book with me, and that book was called A Call to Power, The Grandmothers Speak. And it spoke so loudly, and it spoke so clearly to me that I said to Simran, we have to have this author on 1111 Talk Radio. And we reached out to Sharon Macerlane, and we are delighted that she said yes. Sharon channels the wisdom of the grandmothers and shares their teaching and their love with the world. Welcome, Sharon. Absolutely thrilled to have you tonight. So let's start at the very beginning. Who are the grandmothers? They are, the grandmothers are a form of the divine uh, come now because the world needs mothering now, as they say. They say the world has been deprived of the, of the uh, love and comfort of the mother, the feminine principle, for a long, long time. 
then because of that, there's a great deal of suffering and a, a lot of imbalance on Earth that... Uh, with the advent of patriarchy and the um, pretty much denigration and ignoring of the whole feminine principle, everything flipped out of balance. And as time has gone on, that imbalance has grown more and more radical until all life on Earth is suffering uh, from that lack. Um, so they've come to restore that, and they say they will do it primarily through individual women and a few men. So I, it was so interesting to read your book and how they came to you and how you saw them. Can, would you share a little bit of that with us, please? Sure. Um, like probably most people, I was a real uh, doubting kind of person. Uh, I, unless I saw it, uh, you know, heard it, etc., it wasn't real to me. And so knowing that... Uh, the divine in the form of the grandmothers uh, showed up uh, when I was walking the dog out of the blue uh, one morning, just uh, taking the walk my husband and I usually did every day. He was on a business trip, so it was just me that time, and I'm just minding my own business, and um, all of a sudden I was surrounded by all these old women of varieties of uh, costuming and and uh, skin tone and uh, racial uh, types, it just a, a cross-section of humanity in their faces. And uh, they were dressed in uh, outfits and costumes from that were very specific to certain cultures and pretty much represented the universality of humanity. And they said they were the great council of the grandmothers. And I... Uh, thought, what is this? Am I dreaming? You know, am I hallucinating? What, what's happening to me? Um, but they didn't go away, and they were very patient. They just waited me out until I got over my fear and gave them their, uh, my attention, gave them my attention. And this was going on <laughs> while I'm walking the dog, and all my neighbors are saying hello to me, and I'm trying to act like a normal person, and I noticed that my neighbors weren't seeing these old women, and um, but I sure was, so um, finally I just got over it. It was like, I, it was either, you know, I was either going to miss the whole experience or I was going to get over it, and so I decided, okay, whatever this is, I'm in. And so I paid attention, and I, uh, they started to talk to me, and that's when they said, we are the great council of the grandmothers, and we have come because the earth is in grave danger now. And when I when I heard that, I I just felt like okay okay what what do you want what do you have to say I, it was so it rang so true to me and in all the years that since this has happened it's been 18 years now I um, have passed their message on to so many women and wherever I am in the world and I tell them this story I look at them and. Those words that the grandmother spoke to me about the earth being out of balance and that the energies of masculine and feminine were no longer in harmony and that the energy of yang, the masculine principle, was too much uh, in the ascendancy. It was too harsh. It was too extended. The energy of yin, the energy of the feminine principle, is too depleted, dangerously depleted. Um, I never say that to a group that they don't understand. They get it. I, no matter where I am, if I'm in 
you know, Lithuania is speaking through a translator, they get it. If I'm in Alabama, they get it. If I'm in uh, uh, New Zealand, they get it. Every Everybody gets it. Women know this. We know this in our guts and in our hearts. We know that things are out of balance and that it has to do with the harmonizing of masculine and feminine, feminine and masculine together. Mm-hmm. Why do you suppose they chose you? Have you thought about that? <laughs> yeah. Why me? Oh, no, I never dawned on me. I'm teasing. <laughs> of course, I thought that over and over again, and I asked them, and, oh, you know, after a while, I just gave up, because they said, mm. every time they'd say the same thing, they'd look at me and kind of shrug, well, why not you? You know, in other words, anybody who is really open, really... Uh, I guess the other thing they said to me finally after numbers of years, they said they knew that I would work very hard. <laughs> and I have. I, I always do. I mean, it's before they came to me, I had been praying really hard to be given work uh, that used everything I had. I was... Uh, I was doing plenty of stuff. I was a Reiki master. I was a therapist. I you know, worked as a volunteer feeding the homeless. I did all these things, but it wasn't enough for me. <clears throat> I felt like I was a, if I were a stove, I was only cooking on maybe two burners, and I wanted to cook on every burner. And so I started praying really hard, give me work that uses everything I have. I don't want to waste my life. Give me work. And, well, it wasn't long after that, uh, that, you know, all of a sudden, just minding my business, they showed up. And so I think that had a lot to do with it also. Mm-hmm. Yes. How grand will it be when more of us say that? It will be very words. grand. I tell you, it has been the thrill of my life. And I encourage mm-hmm. anyone to, who really feels that to speak that from your heart. Um, it's not necessarily easy. Uh, you know, it's hard for me to get a grip on what all... It took me years to understand what it was they were teaching me and then to have the courage to te- pass it on. But it's great. Uh, I wouldn't miss this for anything. <laughs> you, uh, you have, you've written, um, because women are the natural reservoirs of yin for the planet, they must be empowered. It is time for this planet to return to harmony and for this women must lead. Can you give us a description? You've also spoken, of course, a little bit here about yang energy and yin energy. Can you give us a description of yang and a description of yin? I'll do my best. Um, Yang is the energy that floods our world. Uh, It is the energy of action, um, uh, producing, Activity, it is the energy of violence. It is the energy of war. Um, When it's out of balance, it tends to go to those latter things. Um, When there's too much yang and this incessant got to do, 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 eventually some of the doing uh, becomes harmful for life and uh, causes a, a lot of difficulty on our planet. It's no accident that most of the uh, crimes on earth are committed by the male gender. It's not because they're bad. It's because the energy of yang, uh, men are mostly yang, is running them crazy. Without the uh, balance of the energy of yin, 
which is the feminine principle, which is the energy of holding, nurturance, filling, and fulfilling, uh, the energy of yang starts uh, running on empty, going random, almost like banging into walls and, and creating uh, destruction. Uh, and so the energy of yang has to be filled with the energy of yin, embraced by the energy of yin, and anchored in the energy of yin so that it can become in, in balance again and become a blessing for the planet. Mm-hmm. I think it's easy. It's very easy for us to, um, to understand you know, exactly what you're saying because we do see uh, the result of yang without the support of yin. Do we... Can you help us with what, what is the result of yin without the support of yang? Yin, um, um, that is not really a concern right now. Yin, at this point, does not have, for the most part, doesn't have the support of yang. But mostly um, what's caused the problem uh, is a depletion of yin. Yin has got, gotten to the point of such depletion that it was almost in danger of disappearing from the planet. This, um, I mean, even women have become, uh, like uh, as the Native Americans say, men in skirts. Um, they've, we've been taught to out-yang men if we can, if we want to, quote, succeed in this yang-based world. So the imbalance of yang... Um, although it's very prevalent in men, it's also very prevalent in women. So what is needed uh, is not so much the support of yang, because we can't really expect that to happen until yang comes into balance. Uh, Because right now, yang all by itself is not really capable of supporting yin. It's a very, it's, if you think about, yang is like a projectile. It goes forward. It goes fast. It's, it wants to go and do and do and do and do. That's its nature. It's nothing wrong with that nature. But if there is nothing to hold it, nothing to remind it of its grounding, that it's a part of and embraced by uh, love at all times, it goes random and, and creates a lot of uh, problems. So what we need is the restoration of yin. And that will happen as more and more women step into the power of yin. You see, we as women, it took me years to get this too, as women, we have not known what the power of yin is. The grandmother said that you have been cut off from your essence. And so to return us to our essence is their main uh, thrust. And in this work that we do in the books, the books are about how to do that. And there are groups of women now and a few men in, in many of the groups as well that are about uh, anchoring yin on the planet within, within individual lives and in, within the, uh, the cosmos. I, I've kind of gone all over the place with this, but I hope I've hit on something that you can use. Absolutely, beautifully. Uh, are there any places, I, I understand and, and can see that overall on the planet, uh, we, we are out of balance with too, much, with too much yang, but are there individual places on the earth at this time where you see yin and yang in balance? Yes. 
Yes, um, and you see it in some people. You see it in yes. uh, you see it in some relationships. Uh, you see it in some families. Um, you see it in the ways that some um, groups operate. Um, you see it certainly in in certain places on Earth, um, sacred places that have been ah, sacred for time out of mind, and even though they may have been. Um, uh, co-opted in some ways by patriarchy, when there's a blueprint of sacredness within the earth itself, that blueprint cannot go away. It's always there. So you will go to some places and you'll feel it. You'll feel that resonance. Um, and uh, you'll feel it, you feel it in some people. Uh, you feel it more often, uh, you feel it more often in women. Yes. Um, but not always, because, uh, again, women have uh, bought into the Yang model and have thrown themselves into competition and um, uh, vying with one another instead of working with and helping one another. So um, this is a movement, and it's, and it's both uh, in the macrocosm and in the microcosm. It's within the cell beds of each person who does it. There's physiological changes that take place within us. It's in our uh, families, in our relationships. Everybody's relationships change from doing this work. Uh, and then it goes out into the larger, uh, the larger world. Thank you. We're going to go to break, and just before we do, I'd like to, to share something with you from, from Sharon's book. The grandmother's message is life-altering, taking us from a state of helplessness to empowerment and confidence. Confidence not in the small self we have been told we are, but in the great self we really are. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We all hold a spiritual database, as it were, within our hearts and souls. But at times, it can be difficult to access this resource. On Akashic Therapy, unlock the records of your soul. Host Amanda Romania will help you to tap into this valuable part of our subconscious. 
Once you've done this, you can open up your life to a far greater happiness like you've never experienced before. Become a messenger for change and a higher purpose. Tune in to Akashic Therapy, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you would like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Simron at simron-singh.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simron Singh. Welcome back to 1111 Talk Radio. This is Christy sitting in for Simran. And before we get back to our conversation with Sharon Macerlane, I'd like to let you know that Simran has, has completed her Rebel Road tour, and now she's once again available for speaking engagements. This last year, I had the great pleasure of watching people all over North America fall in love with Simran and fall in love with her message. Simran is one of those people that just has that special something that makes people feel as if they have been truly seen and heard and most definitely loved. If you are interested in having Simran speak at an upcoming event, please email me. Reach out to me at Christy at IamSimran.com, and that's Christy, K-R-I-S-T-I at IamSimran.com. And I also want to share with you uh, Sharon's book, A Call to Power, The Grandmothers Speak, is the story of Sharon's encounters with these wise women, this council of grandmothers. It invites each of us to take part in the sacred evolution of our planet. Her second book, Our Love is Our Power, chronicles Sharon's adventures with the great council of grandmothers as these wise women teach her how to infuse herself and the planet with the long-absent energy of the feminine principle. And both books may be purchased by visiting her website, www.grandmothersspeak.com. And that is grandmothers, plural, with an S, grandmothersspeak.com. Sharon, you write, at at present, our world is not in harmony. Environmental degradation, a general escalation of violence, horrific crimes against the helpless, and wars erupting all over the globe. The grandmothers say these are symptoms of imbalance, an imbalance caused by too much yang and not enough yin. The present imbalance of energy on earth has placed all life in danger, and it is time to return to balance. So, so often I hear people say that these horrific events are taking place in such great numbers and on such large scales so that they can come up for healing. Have the grandmothers spoken about this? And from your perspective, are these inhumanities actually a form of a cleansing that lead to balance? Hard to believe, isn't it? But the grandmothers do say that. I believe all the, um, the great teachers now say the same thing. Uh, and it's very hard to swallow because it's uh, the stuff that's ha- that we uh, see and uh, experience is so hor- horrific. But yes, it's almost uh, it's as though um, 
I've got this colorful thought, thought in my mind. It's, a, it's as though the sewage main broke, and so all this stuff is coming up, and it has to, it has to come up to be cleansed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes, that's a great description. <laughs> so the grandmother's message is, is one of, um, it, it's not one of pro-women and anti-men by any means. And yet as women, we need to move into a place of being empowered in order to lead. Our humanness is so used to this Yang-dominated world that we may interpret this as women having to win. So as women, how can we change this win-lose mindset that, we've, that we're, of course, so accustomed to in order to move into leadership roles while honoring our brothers? We can't do it by ourselves because, as you've just pointed out, we've been so conditioned to a Yang model that we immediately go into opposition and we immediately go into competition because that's, that's all we've ever known. We've lived, uh, if you think about a... a painting or something. It's got a frame on it. We've lived within a yang frame. Everything is framed by yang. And so for us to get beyond that, you have to have the experience of what does it feel like to be in this place of yin, to be in this place of deep, deep love and reception. It's so powerful. It is beyond, it is beyond what you think of as powerful. That's how great it is. The good news is um, you can get that uh, by by calling on the grandmothers. You can get that by reading the book. You can get that. Um, you can just get on our website. It's loaded with videos and everything to give you the experience because unless you have the experience, those, those are just hollow words for you, for anyone. You know, there's that old saying, I see and I forget, I hear and I forget, but I experience and I remember. And so the experience will bring it home to you. And if there is, I'm just full of quotes now, if there is this hunger for it, you know, the old, other old saying is, when someone wants uh, God as much as a drowning uh, man wants air, then God will come. And, and the grandmothers are another form of the divine. So if you really want to be free from this merry-go-round of chasing after stuff and who's on top now and, uh, you know, is it my turn to dominate or do I have to be dominated? If you're sick of that game, and I am my, beyond sick of it, it doesn't even call to me in any way anymore, um, call on the grandmothers. Call on them. Uh, they, they, you know, when they first came, I thought, oh, my God, the world is in so much trouble. Why are they coming as the grandmothers, these sweet old ladies? And I was thinking this, and they, of course, heard me and knew that. And they said, we hear your question about who we are and why we've come. And they said, if a warrior had been needed, a warrior would have come. The world needs mothering now, and so we have come. We are the grand mothers. And I went, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Their message is different. It's a different kind of thing, and, and you can't get there with your mind. It will just exhaust you, and you'll be caught in that same yang web again if you try that. But if you call on them, they will come. They promise that, and they don't break their promise. How can we support um, 
I, I feel we're so blessed and we're so fortunate to have you, to have this book, to have your website, to, to have this information out there to us. But um, how, how might we support our brothers and sisters in other parts of the world who are not able to hear the words of the grandmothers? You can do that um, with your love. And when the grandmothers, uh, they hadn't been around long when they started to teach about the net of light or the cosmic web that holds the earth now during these, they said this is the net of light that will hold the earth during the times of change that are coming. This was in 1997. And uh, then after 2000, they began to say, this is the net of light that will hold the earth during the times of change that are upon you now. And then if you go online, you go to the website, grandmotherspeak.com, or if you just Google a net of light cosmic web, um, you're going to hit the information on the net of light. The net of light is real. When they first came, I thought it was a nice tool they were giving us. I had no concept. And then just last fall, science finally, quote, discovered, unquote, it, and calls it the largest uh, living construct in the cosmos, which, of course, it is. Uh, it was written about in the Hindu Vedas seven or 8,000 years ago uh, called Indra's Net, and some call it the grid of light, some call it the web of light, uh, the cosmic net, but it is the same thing. Uh, and basically, it is a pattern of light that connects everything that lives. It connects each of us. It connects our cell beds. It connects uh, all the land masses, all the masses of water, the mountain ranges. It connects uh, all the planets. It connects everything. And when you work with the net of light, it's not difficult to do. And when you do this, um, you, because you are connected with everything, you lift everything on earth. So your question about how do we help many of the nameless ones that we don't know about, who we know are suffering and our heart goes out to them, uh, this is a very fine way and a very effective way of bringing help to them, lifting them wherever they are, whatever circumstance they're going through. It's, it works immediately. So that, that, um, that really feels like our connection, our oneness. Um, do, the, yes. do the grandmothers talk about oneness? Yes. This is what they call the one love. There is oh. one love only, and we are that. Um, we make up the net of light. They, uh, the, they say that the net of light is lit by the jewel of the heart. It is your own heart that sends light throughout the net, and it is the light of the net that rushes into your heart and fills you. So the moment of giving is the instant of receiving, and there is no depletion ever from uh, giving in this way. Um, but rather a, a continuing uh, blessing and uh, largesse. Um, the grandmothers say you will become a walking blessing upon the earth. And that's good enough for me. <laughs> My goodness. That is a beautiful statement. <laughs> and a true so, statement, Christy. It is the truth. Mm-hmm. They don't say a word that isn't true. They say you have no idea of your own magnificence. You have no idea. We have come to awaken you from this nightmare. 
something else that they say that I <clears throat> I really love is you do the living and we'll do the giving. Well, you um, love that. <laughs> how does this show up in your life, and and how do you see that um, unfolding in the lives of those that hold the grandmothers close? It's fun. It is lighthearted. It is joyful. I tell you, it's just um, elevating <laughs> and and playful. We we laugh so hard. We cry. We cry so hard. We laugh. Um, it just enriches. It enriches your life on on every level. It takes all that sourness and that severe trying so hard to be good away. <laughs> and and instead there's this uh, joyful resonance with one another and resonance with the universe and with the divine. It's, you know, you they say, uh, tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are. Well, when you hang out with the grandmothers day and night... It's it's beyond words, really. It's wonderful. Um, what do you, what do you feel the grandmothers? What did the grand? I, I want to make sure I get. I say this right uh, to to get what I want. What do the grandmothers feel is the most important message for our world today? Oh gosh, for our world today, they actually they wouldn't say that. They would say the most important message for you, because as you um, open uh, to the great love, the one love that holds you and is you and breathes you and uh, acts through you, um, the whole world is lifted. So they don't worry or or talk about, um, oh, let's go fix Africa, oh, poor Africa, or let's... let's, uh, uh, bring peace with Russia. Let's do this. They don't talk like that. They talk about, oh, let's open your heart. Let's open. Let's let your heart open even more. Can you, can you allow yourself to forgive yourself even just a little more? And they nudge us how to do that because if we are all one, really, if that is true, and it is true, then as my heart opens more, it affects every heart on this planet. And as your heart opens more, it affects mine. And there is no separation. So every every bit of goodness that runs through me in my thoughts, in my actions, has huge repercussions in this in this world. And and I don't have to worry about uh you know what? Uh, 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 all the little minutia of life. I have to kind of keep my end of the street absolutely clean. Stay in a place of openness and receptivity um, with my heart open, and that is the big, big, big work. Mm-hmm. Do the grandmothers share how we could we can each individually sink into our divine nature? Oh yes. The, both books are loaded with uh, 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 meditations, workshop—not uh, workshops, but work to do. Um, how how to do this? The books are meant. Uh, they are teaching devices, and they're fun. They're stories too. Uh, 
so it's it, it's very involving. The books will take you deeper and deeper and and more expanded and more expanded. That's what they're geared to do, uh, and that is what they do. And also, if you're fortunate enough to live near or you want to start a grandmother's group, that is awesome. We have a group here that's met at my house since the inception of this work, and uh, we meet every month, and uh, some groups meet, you know, a couple times a month. Um, But... That is like a, whew, it's like a, a cooking pot uh, that makes the most wonderful food for all of us. We love it. We can't wait till we meet again. We study the grandmother's books. We discuss. We, uh, it, it, you know, compare what what's this, what's that. We sing. We uh, we do ceremony. It's a beautiful time. And. And I noticed that these groups are not only in North America, and you mentioned Lithuania earlier, but Australia, New Zealand, um, were, were places on the list as well. Uh, this is oh, yeah, and all over Europe. Yeah. Truly worldwide. Your message, yes. their message has spread through you and is worldwide. And, you know, it's so heartening to me because I, I'm busy and I'm doing this work all the time, but I don't have anybody to promote the work, and I don't promote the work. I don't do anything uh, except have the website, et cetera. But I will hear from uh, women, mostly women, but occasionally men, I want to help you. I'm going to translate this book into French. Uh, I'm going to translate this book into Russian. I'm going to, and they do. (laughs) And then they go on and they find a publisher or uh, then they bring me over. You know, I go to these different countries. It's awesome. Uh, It's like this wonderful family, truly a a family of loving light everywhere. Uh, You know, I don't have to travel as a tourist anymore. It's like I'm going home everywhere. Oh, I'm home here. Oh, I'm home here. It's great. Oh, what a beautiful gift. Oh, it is. We're going to go to break again, but I'd love to leave you with, uh, with a Hopi prophecy, and it is, when the wisdom of the grandmothers is heard, the world will heal. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you considered yoga to promote balance in your life? Join host and senior Bikram yoga instructor Jim Callett for Yoga is Life Radio. On this show, we will show you that yoga is for anyone and everyone. Just as air, water, and life is for everyone, so is yoga for everyone. Yoga is totality, equilibrium, union, balance. Yoga is life. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. There are no limits to what you can do. Start a new direction in your life today. Be the change. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you would like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to Simron at simron singh.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simron Singh. To our conversation with Sharon Macherlane, author of A Call to Power, The Grandmothers Speak, and Our Love is Our Power. I'd like to quickly let you know that there are spaces left in Simran's Coaching 10-Pack, so please visit www.imsimran.com and click Service to take advantage of this incredible opportunity to be coached by Simran. Without a doubt, Simran is one of the very best coaches working today. Now, our guest's website is www.grandmothersspeak.com, and you will find uh, multiple locations for the the grandmother group's gatherings um, that share in their wisdom. And this literally is taking place all over the world. You can also purchase both of Sharon's books. There are numerous CDs uh, for meditation, uh, for casting your own net of light, which we've talked about this evening, and even an empowerment ceremony. Sharon, recently I've come to realize that some of the challenges that I repeatedly face in my, in my own life, I find out they're not of my own making. And then I look and I clearly see the exact same challenges occurring in the lives of my siblings. And so I've come to believe that these common challenges stem from our lineage. And do, I'm asking, do the grandmothers offer advice on how we might heal our ancestral lines? Oh, boy, do they ever. <laughs> That's been the, the latest thrust of the work um, with them, uh, has been healing the ancestral lines into the past and into the future so that those who come after us uh, come to a more lighted, welcoming place than, than we were able to come to. Um, before I talk more about this, I wanted to mention two things because I'm afraid I'll forget. One is um, when we have our groups, wherever they are, we don't charge any money for this work. We do not charge any money for passing on the grandmother's empowerment. That is free for everyone who wants it. If you live near a group, you can get that empowerment. Um, if you do not and, and you have read at least the first book um, and you contact me, I will pass it to you over the phone. Um, we do not charge money because we feel it is 
what we give is beyond price, and so there's no way you could uh, put a tag on that. Um, and the empowerment is for every woman who wants it. The cloak of comfort, which is for men, is for every man who wants it. And uh, we're happy, happy to pass this on to anyone. Thank about you for sharing that with us. Yeah, about the ancestors. Um, a couple of years ago, they began to talk a lot about the ancestors, and I was very reluctant. This was nothing I was interested in. I, I sort of, I was totally ignorant about the importance of, of the, working with the ancestors. I didn't really have any understanding of it. So naturally, they began to teach me. And so now we do a lot of work with the ancestors. Now, when someone receives the grandmother's empowerment or cloak of comfort into the energy of yin, we receive that not only for ourselves, but we receive it for uh, those of our ancestors who also want it. Um, the grandmothers uh, began early on when we worked with the net of light to help us get over any thoughts we might have had of being separate from others at different places on earth. Um, we began to understand how deeply connected we were and that we were part of that one breath, the one love. And then when they began to work with the ancestors, we not only were transcending space, but we were transcending time. And so now that is a perfectly a natural thing that we do. And um, we did a big piece of work uh, this last year. At the, we have a gathering of the grandmothers at different places on the earth uh, every year. There's always one in, in Southern California ever, about the end of March, and you'll see that on the, on the website. And, again, everybody's welcome to come. Um, there's always one somewhere in Europe. Uh, last year, last uh, June, it was in um, the south part of Holland, uh, next year we'll be in uh, Lithuania and Latvia, and I'm not sure if we'll, I think we'll be in England as well. Um, so, and then we'll be in Australia at Ayers Rock. Um, so there's always a big gathering uh, going on, and at these gatherings there's great power. You can imagine, you know how it is when there's more uh, come together with their hearts linked, then more work can be done. And so we did some beautiful uh, forgiveness uh, work asking forgiveness of our ancestors and and um, uh, letting forgiveness flow to them and at this uh, retreat in Holland. And I want to tell you, this is wonderful thing that happened there. It was so charming and moving, and there wasn't a dry eye in the room. There were about 200 of us in this, in this retreat center, and uh, we were about to go into the ancestral work, and all of a sudden, the energy in the room changed so much. There became all this agitation, and I realized there was fear coming up, a lot of fear of doing the work. You know, what would it mean, and what might, might I go through, each person go through? And so I was trying to calm them and to help them remember why we were doing this, uh, and in essence, the grandmothers have said that's why this work has not been done much in the past. It's because of the fear, fear of death, fear of separation, uh, all of that stuff. So all of a sudden, there was a young woman in the middle of the room, and she was pacing back and forth, and her face was just ravaged. She was a beautiful woman, but she was so caught in pain that uh, she looked much older than her years. 
And she said, I must speak, I must speak. And I thought, oh, my God, what's going to happen now? <laughs> I'll never get them to get to do this work. There's something, you know, coming. <laughs> but there was no avoiding it. So I took the microphone to her and said, oh, yes, please speak, you know, speak. And she was shaking. I was holding her. She was just shaking and shaking. And she said, I'm, I am from Germany. I have felt so much separation in all of my life. I can hardly bear it. There's been separation within my life and separation in everyone's life, and I can't stand the pain anymore. And, oh, my God, I was standing there thinking what to do, what to do, when from the back of the room, someone started to sing the grandmother's song that we sing when we empower someone. They started singing, Oh, how we love you. Oh, how we love you. And that whole room joined in, and it was waves of sound and love flowing to this woman. And it it was divine intervention, I guess you'd have to say. And this woman who was so hard and so ravaged softened before our eyes, and she started to cry and then to smile, and uh, that was the end of the fear. But it was that tremendous movement of, uh, of love and, and the way the grandmothers intervened and changed it there. And that happens all the time. There is never a time when I'm at one of these gatherings when I am not in awe to see how magnificent, how magnificent the work is. Mm. Mm. What a brilliant gift. Yes. Yes, it was wonderful. I don't know who that person was who started the song, but I could never thank them enough. <laughs> I, I, I read um, beauty power is one concept, not two, they said. Can yes. you explain this to us? How is this not one concept? Uh, excuse me, how is this one concept? Yeah. They say beauty is power. Power is beauty. Uh, they say women love beauty, and it is woman's nature to be beautiful and to be powerful, and that each person, male and female, when they are expressing their true nature, is beautiful and powerful. Um, they, they say there is no difference uh, between beauty and power, that uh, our language divides them, but that they are really the very same, that when you see something that is truly, truly beautiful, it's beautiful because it holds power. And when you see something that is truly powerful in the way of gracing and giving to life, there's beauty living in that. So it's uh, it that kind of stopped me at first, too, because, you know, we live in a consumer culture that's very... Uh, yang oriented, you know, how much do you weigh? How, uh, uh, have you had plastic surgery? Uh, you know, uh, how expensive is your wardrobe? All that stuff. Uh, that has nothing to do with this. <laughs> I find, um, that as I'm, as I'm reading your books and, and even as I'm speaking with you, there is this feeling of, of Native American energy that, that flows. Where mm-hmm. does that come from? I think it comes from the timelessness and the universality of this work. Um, you know, the indigenous peoples 
all, wherever they were on earth, whatever tribe they were, whether they were in Africa or South America or North America or Old Europe, um, their ways are, you know, Siberia, their ways are very similar. When I learned uh, shamanism, that became very clear, the same the same techniques, the same ways of working were pervasive across everywhere on the earth. So I think it's only natural, being an American, mm-hmm. uh, you and I, that we would feel that kinship, you know, with the Native Americans that comes from within our land here. And if you were to go over and be with a Sami in northern Sweden or Finland, you would feel the kinship in the same way. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, that that definitely feels right when you say that. That it definitely resonates within my body. Um, one of my other questions, and and I'm I'm sort of jumping now because I just want to make sure that I that I got all my little questions in because these are literally <laughs> my questions from from reading, uh, from reading these books, and I. I find that with all of our technology, all this instant communication to any place in the world, when we should have more time on our hands, we actually have less time on our hands. It feels like time is speeding up. So is this a result of the overabundance of yang energy? Yes. (laughs) Yes and yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. More doing, more go, 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 go. Uh, less peace, less enjoyment, less real connecting. Yeah, the grandmothers say this so-called race of life, what has it done for you? Has it made you happier? Has it made you wiser? They say, you know, slow down enough to really look at one another, really connect instead of rushing past, you know, going to the next meeting, going to the next uh, rendezvous, whatever. Take your time and look at one another. They say when you do that, your soul speaks and your soul is fed. Uh, when you make a connection where you really look at someone and you take the time to see them, you connect soul to soul. And from that, you both grow mm-hmm. and become greater than you were. Mm-hmm. That is that is just beautiful, and and I feel that that we've had that tonight. Even though we've only had, um, you know, this hour together, I do feel that we have connected soul to soul, and I have truly, truly enjoyed this time with you. Um, you were everything that I knew you to be from your books, and I'm just so appreciative. Um, of having you here tonight and and for sharing of yourself and for sharing of the wisdom of the grandmothers. Thank you so much. It's been a joy for me, Christy. Thank you. Thank you. We wish you just the very, very best and hope to have you again soon. Thank you. I hope so, too. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of Conscious Choice. With 1111 Talk Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.